0: what up y'all welcome to she gets a podcast my name is shan this is the show y'all enjoy your monday (laughs) peace i'm just joking (laughs) welcome to episode six reflection of light yeah i'm talking about self-reflection um you know figuring out What does your reflection say about you? What does my reflection say about me? What am I refusing to see within myself? What are you actually avoiding about the image of you, um, your characteristic, your personality, uh, the negative sides of you? And are you actually trying to change them or are you, you know, you okay? I'm going to just be like this. Whoever like it, like it. Whoever don't, don't. And um, it's just being mindful of that and understanding your why on why you feel and think um, the things that you do. Also getting to know your own intentions when you meet people, when you um, engage with people and how you feel about people when they leave your life. Also, um, just getting the idea of real things that you actually want in life. And not, um, oh, everybody has this. You should want it too. But I don't. And it's okay to not want the things that everybody else has because not everything is for everybody. And that's just how I feel. Um, I'm going to talk about what actual light is, what your reflection is, and I'm going to break it down into what you sound like, your personality. Um, how you show up for yourself or you don't show up for yourself and um, how that helps you and does not help your relationships. Welcome to episode six, and she gets it, after these messages. I know, I know, I know Atlanta has a lot of perpetrators when it comes to what a Philly cheesesteak is. But y'all have to go to the right spot. And the right spot is Big Day's Cheesesteaks, okay? He is top 10 of the sandwiches in the world you're supposed to have in your mouth, okay? And he is right here in the city of Atlanta, Georgia, all right? Two locations right now. You have the downtown location, which is at 57 Forsyth Street, Northwest Atlanta, three zero three zero three. All right. Then you got your Doraville location, which is a little bit north at 6035 Peachtree Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 3360. Open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Sunday. If you have an event and you want to request Dave's food truck, he's there. Yes, he does catering. Derek had an opportunity to change his life and make moves, and as a West Philly native, what up, that two i I'm paying my respect. Everything is good, and he will not disappoint. Go to the shop and give your taste buds what they really want. Get Big Dave's cheesesteaks. Tell them Shan sent you from She Gets It. Peace. And they're back. Hey. you enjoyed those messages please go out and support days Philly cheesesteaks okay um all right so we talking about reflection i'm gonna break it down for you so the throwing back by body or surface of light heat or sound without absorbing it okay there's a few words in this description of what reflection is that I want y'all to understand. The throwing back. Oh, y'all already know about the throwing back, but not that throwing back. The throwing back is like, you have to face it. You have to acknowledge it, right? When somebody throws themselves back on you, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? And then when it says by body or surface of light. Light is make the vision possible. Okay? So we have those two things, the throwing back and the light, things that are actually in front of your face. You can't you can't deny it. It's your reflection that, right? Then you have the heat. Heat is nothing but energy transferred between objects at different temperatures. Meaning, if somebody is happy and you're sad, either that person is going to get a little sad because you are, or you're going to get a bit more um, happier because they are, right? Is different temperatures of people and energy that's being passed and transferred among each other. Three things, break it down, all right? Then you have, or sound without absorbing it. To absorb something, is to take something in, right? If you're seeing your reflection in the mirror and you don't identify with it um, 100%, or there's something there that you mentally don't see, don't want to see, don't want to get to know, and deep down inside, you do want to fix it, but you're exhausted already at the thought of what it's going to take to get it fixed. Right. So you don't even try, you just ignore it. And I think that's the without absorbing it part for me that I think a lot of people do because it's easy. It's easy to not do anything, but it's harder to work on something that's within you that everybody else may not be able to see. So, like, people that are really happy, make quote unquote good money, have great parents, um, have like their life set by other people's lives, right? We always wonder like, how are you, how are you not happy? Um, why are you going to um, therapy? What, what would you possibly need to go to therapy for? And it's all of this, but you don't know how that person sees their reflection of themselves. You don't know how that person feels because you are not that person. So to know your reflection is about being accountable, for what you feel, what you say, how you do things and why you do things. And it's also having awareness of self. I may look good to the world, but I don't feel good. And try to figure out like, why don't I feel good? And nobody should ever make someone feel stupid for trying to figure out why they don't feel good about themselves. That's their personal thing. I think we all have things that we don't feel good about. right? And we all have things that we would wanna change about ourselves. And I think it's okay to go ahead and do those things. Now let's get down and dirty on the breakdown of how your reflection works. Okay. So you have your eyes. So it's what you see. You have your ears. It's what you hear. You have your nose for your senses. It's what you smell about yourself. And then you have um, your physical looks, and things, and what you taste. (laughs) Would you want to taste you? Why wouldn't you want to taste you? Like, you know, and it all intertwines in treating yourself better because if you treat yourself good, you take care of yourself, why wouldn't you want to indulge in you? Why wouldn't someone else want to indulge in you? If you were truly taking care of yourself, if you were truly good, right? So, Let's get into this sound. All right. So what do you sound like? Some people may um think that, oh, I'm just trying to be positive and I'm str- I'm um I'm, I'm sending a lot of positivity to people. I don't understand why people are upset when I when I say these things. A lot of times people are not set, upset that you say certain things when people are not in a good mood. They're irritated with the way that you say them, as if people are not allowed to have a bad day or a shitty week or acknowledge their feelings. Like, I understand I need to look at the bright side because there might be people in other countries that have less, but at the same time, this is my life. I don't know about that life. And for right now, I don't feel good. Can I have my five minutes to not feel good? Thank you. And it's those positive people that always get, like, um, you know, a bad look from other people who don't feel that energy, all right? And when it comes to sound, for me, because this is reflection of light, I, um, I had a lot of thoughts when I started podcasting in 2018, and, um... All my life, I've always hated hearing my voice on things. If I sang as a kid, I went in my room and I locked my door and I sang, right? Um, If I would hear myself in my mind laugh, I would get embarrassed because I'm just like, "Damn, Chantal, was it really that funny? Did you have to be that loud?" Like I was very self conscious of my laugh since I was a little girl, right? And, um when I, when I would hear my voices on things or playback or, um, videos, I would hate, I would cringe at hearing that. So me podcasting was really, uh, me getting used to hearing myself and being okay with hearing myself. Um, it was for me, but I shared it with the globe, and, um, Being that both of my parents are Jamaican, and when I was younger, they would send me to Jamaica a lot, and I would come back. I had to take speech from, I want to say second grade to like sixth grade, but nobody ever explained to me why I had to come out of my main class to go in this little room and read books and be recorded and asked to do X, Y, and Z. It was like this cloud that will follow me grade after grade after grade until seventh grade and it was like all right you don't have to go anymore like you you said enough things for us to be like okay you do know proper english or you can speak proper english you can write in proper english you're okay but i never felt like the way i said things was okay and it's still to this day I have an X that I always bring it up. Like when we're talking, I'll say much when I need to say many. And I'll say many when I need to say much. Because speaking um, an accent that's Jamaican is not speaking a new language. It's not a new language. It's just broken English. Like we we push words together and we shorten words that mean other things, but we know what they mean by the way that we say them. And, um, I wouldn't mix that up in my writing and my reading and me talking. Right. And sometimes I still do it. I don't do it on purpose, but it's like comfort. And then sometimes a lot of people will say, what, after I say something, because I might talk too fast. My mom calls it, you're always eating your words. And, um, I mean, it doesn't really irritate me anymore because it's just, this is it. This is it. And mind you, I took speech in um, in college because I had to um, for my um, curriculum or whatever. And um, it wasn't because you, you said things wrong. It was, te- you know, learning how to speak in public, learning how to assert yourself and, you know, make eye contact and all that stuff. But um, that wasn't hard for me. I just hated, I hate attention. Um, I hate knowing that people are listening. (laughs) I know, it makes no sense. But I hate knowing people are listening to me. I hate when people give me their full attention and I'm like on the spot and everybody's like staring. I've always hated that. And my mom, when we would go to church, When I was little, my mom would purposely be like, okay, she's going to sing in the choir. I'm just like, lady, I don't want to be in the choir. First of all, you got me in this church for the last six hours in this itchy, frilly, lacy dress, right? And I don't want to be here. And that was a problem for me, okay? That was already a problem for me. And I'll tell you why when we get back. So, yeah, when my mom would put me in those dresses because I was her only girl out of her boys, she went ham on me, okay? The stockings, the lacy socks, the shoes, the dresses, the bows, all of that stuff. She went ham, even the gloves sometimes, okay? Don't make it be Easter. And I was just, girl, like, I'm getting all the attention from church already. I don't want to be in the choir. I'm short, so they go and put me in the front. And all I would do in pictures is just... Stand there and cry while everybody else would be singing. I will never do that to my kids. Like if they're embarrassing and they don't want to do something, I'm not going to force them to do it because I think it's cute. Like if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. You you make kids do things that they're comfortable with sometimes, right? So when it comes to my voice, I I never liked the attention. I was one of the people where. <laughs> If it was time for me to present, I don't even give a fuck if the students are not paying attention. I like that shit. Don't pay attention to me. I'm just up here having a one-on-one in front of the class with the teacher. Real quick, I'm going to be completely out y'all way so y'all can act that ass and I can be done with this. And that's how I've always been. I'm still like that. Um, I don't want to be like that, but that's my personality. And, and I, uh, I have come to terms with that. Um, identifying with my voice is hard because when I hear my voice, I'm just like, but that's not the me I hear in my head. And I can't explain the, the me that I hear in my head when I speak, but it's not what I hear, um, played, if that makes sense. And it's weird. Um, but I tell you like another level of me not identifying. So um, the next one is your personality. How do you identify with the reflection of your personality? So for my personality, I've been like this since first first grade into work life, um, into college. (laughs) I've been this, right? Not really causing enough ruckus to be in the principal's office, not really causing enough ruckus to be expelled, not really causing enough ruckus to have detention, but causing enough ruckus to where my teacher would put me outside for like ten minutes so I can like get my foolery off, right? Or put my desk in the hallway because my lips were saucy. And when I say my lips were saucy, meaning I didn't say uh, cuss words. But I always alluded to something vulgar or I alluded to something, this is not the time or the place, right? And so the way that my teacher would sometimes deal with me is put my desk in the hallway with whatever assignment. And I would write me a pass. This is when we had those planner things that we always had to carry around. I would write me a hallway pass to go to art class and I'll just go in art class. And um, at the time we had like a photography room we made cameras out of like a shoebox, and I will go in there, take shots outside, develop the film, and by the time that class is done, I'll just, you know, pack it up and then just go to my next class, and that's what I did most of the time. And I've never had a problem with owning like this is me. Um, do do did I do I need to work on things personality wise? For the better, hell yeah. Like, I'm stubborn as fuck. I'm stubborn. Um, when I'm doing something and I'm, I'm getting frustrated, I'll get really upset because I feel like I'm being stupid and I should know it. And I don't know it. And I'm upset because I need help. I hate needing help. But this is life. This is life. We all need help at some point, but I hate feeling like, God damn, can you help me? And then when, when, and when somebody's in like the action of helping me, I hate that feeling of needing somebody. I hate it, but I appreciate it at the same time. (laughs) I get myself so upset and so frustrated when I need help. And I'm mad at myself because I need help. Because I feel like I should be able to do it. Even now I'm working from home. I'm in training when we're working in different systems and I, I don't know how to move through the system or I feel like I should know it because other people move through it better. I'm just like, what the and I will sit here and cuss at myself, right? And and if my kids are like hearing me frustrated, be like, "What's what's going on?" And I'm just like, "Don't come over here because I don't want to yell at you. I don't want you to get this energy." But I'm just pissed off right now. Like today, um, I, I uploaded two episodes, long episodes with Drake from Everything Culture, and we did that back in November. But I couldn't break down the file because the file was over five hours long, right? So <sighs> I had to Google a um, software that can break up longer um, files and change it into a WAV file. Then take that WAV file, put it into a Audacity. I fucking hate that fucking thing. I don't understand it. I hate that it has more symbols than a user-friendly way to be like, hey, this button does this, for example, and it shows me. I hate that you have to go to fucking every video on YouTube to figure out what each thing does. It's just not user-friendly and I don't like it, but I had to use it to break down a lot of the episodes. And I posted it and everything posted correctly on anchor but when i went to move it over to my distrib- my distributing website my host <laughs> something happened where they had a, like a glitch in the system and it posted two first and not one and then when it was posting one it kept copying two and I was getting pissed because it takes a while for it to completely load up. And then when you see it completely load up and it's the wrong thing, it takes a while for it to come down. So between me cooking Sunday dinner, um, grocery shopping, listening to music, get my vibe off for my Sunday, I had to keep editing it. So I was very upset and frustrated. I was cussing. I was fucking cussing. And I don't like having to cuss, but it just feels good when it comes out of me you know so i you know i said some things today but i didn't say anything directly to anybody but you know that's my personality and my mom was my mom didn't she didn't discipline nobody okay it was straight war in my house with my brothers you fight it out if you got to throw something across the room that's what you do you gotta just throw something across the room settle it and y'all come eat Like, that was how I lived. And I don't want that type of anarchy in my house with my kids. So, you know. (sighs) The little things. (laughs) Fucking little things. So, yes, I'm a great mom and I cuss. Fight me. Um, Another thing that I never identified with um, personally personality wise. I never I never liked being in large groups. I hate hate being late. I hate people who are comfortable being late. I hate knowing that I gotta drive with somebody or ride with somebody or go somewhere with somebody who doesn't give a fuck if they're late because I guess under my fucking skin I would rather walk, take three buses and one train just so I could get there at a comfortable time. To have time. That is who I am. I've always been like that. If I was late for school, it was always like death. Like the worst thing I could ever do. Right. Um, even with me taking public trans taking public transportation to get to and from work, I was never late. And if I was late, it was really because of motherfucking Georgia's motherfucking stupid-ass transit uh, train MARTA. Like, y'all haven't fixed this motherfucking MARTA train transit system since I've been in college, and that's been over 12 years ago. What the fuck? you either going to give the people a good transportation service for a train, or you're not. Let's pack it all the fuck up. Put some stories where the tracks are, and let's call it a day. But they be doing some dumb shit, and um, ugh, that was like a peeve of mine in college. Ugh, I hated them. Still hate them. All right. Um, what's next? What do you think of yourself? Um, and how you show up in the mirror, and do you like it or do you not like it? All right, so fun fact of Shan, um, who I see in the mirror, button but ass naked. Oh, that's me. That is me. I own that. I love looking at myself naked. I love looking at these titties. Um, I like to grab my um side rolls. <sighs> um. What I don't like is when I was like six or seven, I got chicken pox and I don't, I have this thing where I don't like scabs. I think scabs are disgusting. I don't like feeling them. I don't like knowing they're there. I don't like seeing them. Uh, It's just gross, right? And when I had chicken pox, I'm a scratcher. I'm a picker. I I like my skin feeling one way everywhere. And if it doesn't, then I'm picking. And I don't know why I'm picking. Even while I'm picking, I'm like, just like, stop picking, stop picking, stop scratching, stop scratching. And I would scratch, right? So my mom, island moms, ugh. I know she's really not trying to do it, but it's just out of habit. Island people, they pick on you. As if that equals loving you, right? And my mom's skin is motherfucking glistening. She has the smallest pores. I don't even think her pores are all open. She has never shaved her legs. You could barely find hair on her legs. But baby, that hair is all over that top lip. (laughs) I love you, mom. I love you so much. Yeah, that hair is all over that top lip. But her face is, I've never seen my mom have a pimple or a scratch. Um, she does bruise easily. Her skin is like this reddish brown. But when I tell you her skin glistens, Her, she has the most beautiful back. I've always been jealous of my mom's back. Because there's, there's no... Spots on it. She does She's never had acne. She just a she's just a motherfucking glow 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 up. I can't even say she's a glow up because she's a four eleven. But she glows, and um, my skin is not like that, honey. <laughs> my skin is. It's a canvas. It shows everything. So where I had chicken pox, you'll see spots. Um, I'm really allergic to mosquitoes, to where it swells up. Um, if I touch it at the slightest, it's going to leave a mark. And um, I, like I said, I'm a picker. If I if I fell and got bruised and I feel a scab, I'm brushing it. I'm scratching it off until I don't feel a scab. But that leaves a scar. So like when I did have bad acne... When I was a teenager, I would scratch and I would pick my face. And instead of her figure out, like, what can I give you um, to heal that faster? Or what, what, um, what skincare thing can we find? She she was on the proactive tip. You know, I'm going to get her that crazy. But the reality was, is I'm a picker. You're not a picker. Our skin is different. I, I have scars because I'm a picker and I scar out, off of every scratch, right? And so I've always hated my skin because everything shows. So I didn't wear shorts willingly until I was like 16, It was pants, it was um, tights, sweatpants. Um, If it was ever a dress, it was a very long dress. I was so insecure about my legs for a long time because of all the marks. And then I never wear anything backless because I just feel like everybody's seeing me. But I love women who wear like deep cut dresses, and their skin is glowing. Like I'm always complimenting women on their skin, but I don't feel like that about myself. So with that being said, I probably have five full body pictures of myself, right? And it's not because... I hate myself. I don't hate myself. I'm not insecure about me. I'm not ins- insecure about these thighs because they thigh delicious, honey. I'm not insecure about these titties. I'm not insecure about my hands. I love my smile. I love my teeth. I love my furry little nose. You know how babies have like little hair on their nose? I never lost mine. My hair is my nose is like little hairs on it. Um, I love my hair. It's very thick. But I also hate my hair sometimes and I don't want that bitch touching me, which is why I cut it most times. Um, but I I don't identify with myself when I see myself in full body pictures. So I don't take them. I am not the friend where um, we're out somewhere. I'm going to be like, here, take a picture of me. I'm not her. But I i have those friends that's like, girl, take a picture of me. Lay on the floor and take a picture. What angle is that? Let me see it. Uh-uh. That's... Girl, get... let's go. And I love seeing beautiful women. And I love seeing men who love taking pictures of themselves. And they look great. They look good. And I, I love it. I have no problem with it. But when it's me... I'm just like, bitch, who is that? <laughs> who is that? Who is that? And the full head to toe picture, like, mm that's not me. And I don't identify with me in a head to toe picture. The last time I identified with myself, honestly, in a head to toe picture was prom. I was 16. I am 33. Like, even my 25th birthday that my friends threw me um, at a restaurant in uh, New York It was amazing. I had amazing shoes. I love those shoes. And I gave them away because I will never wear them again. Um, that dress was sickening. Um, I remember loving the attention, but hating the fact that people were giving me attention and people could see me, like all of me. Um... So it was rare that they ever see me dressed up like that. So that was weird. Um, Whenever I've been in relationships, I've never taken like full head to toe pictures with any of them. Except one. And um, we were in LA. I was visiting him in LA. And it was the last day before he took me to the airport to take me back. And he was like... "Um, He asked one of his roommates to take the picture. I just remember being so uncomfortable. Not because I'm taking a picture with him. Just the fact that, why do you want to see me from head to toe when I'm here in the flesh? Why isn't this enough? And I don't know why I'm like that, but I'm like that. That is me. That is like my issue with my reflection in pictures, is I don't like it, so I don't take them. I don't know what age I'm going to be where I'm just like, "Everybody stop! Get out the car! I want to take pictures. Take a picture of me right here. Back shots. Take a picture of me right here. I'm squatting. Take a picture. Like I'm not that person. I don't know if I'll ever be that person. Um, like I told you, I don't like a lot of attention. Um, kudos to strippers, honey, (laughs) because girl, wait, you're comfortable. Yeah, um, but I don't have any problem with somebody seeing my titties. I don't have any problem with people looking at my punani because when you give birth, it's like everybody's looking at your punani. You don't even know their first name. They're looking at your punani. Like, um, people that I'm with, like, we can be bucking ass naked, and we could have like deep discussions and I have no problem with that. But I don't want, I don't wanna know that you're looking at me. I don't wanna know that you're digesting me in a visual way. So I I do not think, I do not think I will ever be a woman that's like, I want my own photo shoot because I don't. I don't wanna I don't wanna have to see me on something fully because it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why I can't tell you why I just don't identify with that being me. Even though it is me. You know what I'm saying? Um <sighs> I don't know maybe it's something over time that I'll work on. I I'm, I, don't, I don't feel like I'm ugly. I'm not ugly. It's not because I feel like I'm ugly. It's not because I'm obese. I'm like a hot one six right now. Um I don't know I just never identified it with myself. I never identified with that being me um in elementary school, middle school High school, um, college, my twenties. Um, I don't know. So, like, people always asking, like, why? Why do you sometimes only take like pictures with half your face? Because I feel like that's all you motherfucking need. <laughs> like, I don't want to know that you're digesting me. And sometimes when I, um when I'll FaceTime Paco, Paco always makes fun of me um, that, you know, you young people, y'all just like FaceTiming, FaceTiming people out the blue and shit, not giving no motherfucking warning. And I'll FaceTime him and we'll be talking. I can tell when he's like digesting me and I, it's not that I don't like it. It's It's just uncomfortable because I know he's going to send me like a picture of something he saw and circled the bitch <laughs> and, and point pointing out like I saw this right here <laughs> like fuck like why are you looking at that like nigga just talk just talk so um yeah i don't know Ugh. so that's why like i'm i'm completely irritated and comfortable with like my 7 year old not wanting to me to take pictures of her right now because I know how that feels. My mom always wanted to take pictures of me dressed up and she was always for me being really girly and I've never been really girly. I've always been a tomboy because I got a whole bunch of brothers. I can't be really girly around them. They gonna make fun of me. And they did make fun of me even when I was a tomboy. So this this is who I am, honey. (laughs) Um, what I smell like, I have always been aware, um, of what I smell like. Deodorant in my car, deodorant in my bag, deodorant in my locker, deodorant at my job, deodorant. I have five different deodorants in my house right now, Just just because, load the clip. You know, we ain't ever out. You know, um, I think being aware of your smell is very important because people who have been the most memorable to me, I've always remembered their smell. And the smell, their after smell after they left. So it gives off a good impression. So I've always wanted to leave great impressions on people when we, they do see me, when I walk in a room, when I walk out of room, when I get out your car. Um shit. So <laughs> quick fact. When I was in um when I was in um college and I was um I was talking to Ari's daddy. We was in a relationship and I was talking to Ari's daddy. He's you know, older than me by seven years, I would always have an extra pair of panties in my bag. Because it's something about him that just made me quenchy, honey. And, um... We were down to fuck anywhere, at any time, whenever. So I just needed a just-in-case draw. Just-in-case draws came with that relationship all the fucking time. So I never let my friends, like, go in my bag and get a pencil. Go in my bag and get my lotion. Go in my bag and get this, like, that little pocket. And my bag always has some draws in it. So, yeah, I'm very aware of, like, smells. Like, I don't want... To be ever around anyone, and they have to be like, "Oh, you smell nasty!" Like, Mm-mm, not me, honey. Mm-mm. I've always had baby wipes in my bag, even before I had kids. Um, especially with these titties, get that under, get that under boob. Um, shout out to Nyambi. Um, what else have I always had? Lotion. I will turn back around and go to fuck home if I know I got quads of lotion at home and I left it. I, ne- I have to have lotion with me at all times. Um, What else, what else, what else? Yeah, I've always been super aware of me. Even when I'm on my cycle, oh, we got pads in the locker. We got pads at my desk. We got pads in my bag, like I've always had my sanitary napkins, like, and I'm always the go-to for other women because they know I got it, which I hate and I love. I love the fact that you know I got it, but I hate the fact that y'all think I'm go-to and ain't nobody reading me up. So I'm basically buying sanitary napkins for me and the squad. But that's that has always been me. I'm always aware of my smells. I keep at least six different perfumes at all times. My perfume um, selection is very high-end. Why? I don't know. I just like shit that's no good. So I love me a Burberry. That's always a staple. I love me a Marc Jacobs. I love me a Tom Ford. I love, um, you know, all of this shit that I don't necessarily need because why? I don't go anywhere. But when I do step out, honey boo boo, you smell me? You smell me? <laughs> um. Okay, so let's move on from that. Uh. In relationships, I truly show up in how I feel. No one that I've talked to, none of the five that's alive, would ever tell you that I never knew she felt like that or I didn't know that. That was a problem. I am always going to tell you what the problem is. I am always going to voice my opinion. I am always going to make you aware. I do check ins. I do um, intimate, you know, I haven't seen you. We haven't spent quality time. Let's spend some quality time. Or people that I've talked to, they know, like, when my attitude's away, it's because they haven't done something. You know, it's evident. Ain't no secret to why I do the things that I do in relationships. Ain't no secret to why I feel a certain way in relationships. It's evident. If you was do on your shit, Chantal is going to, going to be looking like the Joker in these streets. But if you're not on your shit, <laughs> I ain't got shit for you, player. Like... Don't ask if you don't want the answer. And I've, I I give people space to um, show me the correction. And if people aren't showing me the correction in their behavior, it ain't nothing for me to throw up the deuces. It's not that I don't care about you. It's not that I don't love you or one day I'm just like, fuck you. It's not that. It's just like, I value my motherfucking time. I value my relationships. And once I see someone else not reciprocating that shit, uh, a bitch knows her value. Deuces. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not about to put up with that. So my reflection of myself and relationship is true as fuck. It's true as fuck. Okay. I'm very thorough with my shit. When I pour into somebody, I pour in. When I'm in a relationship, ain't no fogginess there. Everybody know I'm in a relationship. Everybody know you you could keep shooting your shot, and it's gonna be nothing but blanks because I ain't getting you shit. If I'm in a relationship. But when I'm not, honey, who gonna check me? Who? Who? <laughs> but yeah, I think reflection is um Very important for us all to do. Reflection of light is who you are. Understanding your why. Um, I like when people deal with me for them to be intentional because I'm intentional about my people. Uh, Which is why, Paco, I don't like when people call me baby. All my relationships, you're not allowed to call me baby. Don't call me that. Because that doesn't identify me as anything. Because everybody says that. The way I am in relationships is very um, parallel to how I like my shoes. I don't want the same shoes everybody else got. I don't want the same shoes everybody standing in line for. I want some eclectic shit, some shit that's just for me, some exclusive shit. some we only made 200 of these. Yes, I want those. How much they cost $500? I want them. I'll put myself on a no-shoe buying for a year and a half. Like, I want them. How much are they? $200? I want them. Those are the ones I want. This is my size. I'm getting them. And that's how I am about relationships. If you want to make up a name to call me that's just between us, do that. I'm cool with that, but don't call me baby. I hate when women call me sweetheart because it's condescending. Is you feeling like you you put me up on something that I don't know? Um, I don't like that shit. Don't call me that shit. I'm not gonna respond to that shit. I'm gonna tell you that my name is my name. I don't allow my kid's father to call me no baby mama. I'm not your baby mama. I'm your kid's mom. And if you can't say that, just say that Chantal. That's it. So if you're going to address me, you better address me right. Like self-reflection is about you. It's a time. This is the time to be all about you. You know how some people be all about them at the wrong time? This is the time. Reflection of light is to be all about you. So if you don't know why you do the things that you do, why you say the things that you say, why you are the way that you are, you're not going to be beneficial for the next person because people sometimes need explanations because they didn't grow up like you. Um, They haven't dealt with the same things you dealt with. A lot of people that I've been in relationships with, they've gone through a lot of things that they um, gave me knowledge about so I don't have to go through that. You know, people teach you if you just shut the fuck up and listen. Relationships, good or bad, teach you if you're willing to sit still and listen. So that's all I got to say about reflection of lot, Lieutenant Dane. <laughs> um, tomorrow's Monday. Today's Monday. I need to change the clocks in my um, kitchen. Today's Monday and um, I got to get up at seven o'clock for work at my desk with no bra. No pants, just draws and dance and breakfast. Uh -uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All right, y'all. I'm out of here. Thank y'all for listening to some more of Chantal's banter. I appreciate y'all. This is season 11, episode six Reflection of Light. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the reviews. Thank you for people who bought merch this weekend. Shout out to (laughs) y'all. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Um, Don't forget to check out whoisshin.com. If y'all want to buy some books, still got books on Amazon, pick them up. Um, Yes, my government name is on them, so I don't mind it. If you're not on the Stereo app... Get on it, talk to some people, make some money, come through Wednesday and Saturdays for Greg from Young Black and Bother in my show, Loud Mouse Stereo, come through on Thursday nights, this ter- Thursday, Thursday, see, I was about to, th- to talk in my Jamaican um, banter. Um, this Thursday, um, Corey and I will be doing, she gets hardcore about oils and body butters um that are dope for the skin so come through saturday i will have another show with greg from young black and bothered and um i'm recording with two of my favorite people this week i'm so excited i'm sorry he got like a stomach um stomach uh issue today but um yeah, next time I got y'all. I got y'all. But this was good. I appreciate y'all. And um I'll be back. Don't forget to pay y'all bills. I know y'all getting y'all stimulus in. Guess what the fuck I finally did? Eee! I um I went ahead and I processed my trademark. And I did my LLC. So now I just really need to figure out like what do I really want to um, be hands-on that I sell, um, that I could put on the site. So right now I am deliberating with myself. <sighs> I really don't want to do clothes because... That's already on Teespring. I feel like everybody's doing clothes and hoodies and shit. I don't want to do that. I was thinking about some things that I've done in the past. And I'm just like, would I consistently want to do this and package this and get a printer and all that shit? Mm, I don't know. So I'm looking into it. I'm looking into buying a vending machine or an ATM. ATMs are sometimes cheaper than vending machines. Um, They make a lot of money per year. So, you know, I'm just looking into some things right now, but I'm just happy I did what I needed to do. This should say I only got one motherfucking minute. So I'm out of here. Peace.